Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share us with a friend. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Golden Retrievers. Tonight, we'll read If on a Summer's Night, a Traveler, a snoozecast original. The story is an homage to Julio Cortazar's The Continuity of Parks and Italio Calvino's If on a Winter's Night, a Traveler. This metafiction follows a group around the campfire deciding what story to tell, while eventually settling on one that seems to converge with their own reality. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. If on a summer's night, a traveler. The mellow-scented mountain air becomes cool as late dusk falls across the range in silken blues and phantom purples. The laughter of the day recedes slowly, like the tide going out. Waiting to come back the next morning over some good-natured ribbing and a cup of coffee. Another log is thrown on the fire.
This was a solid group. Had seen a lot together. Had done a lot together. Knew when it was time to turn inwards. And knew when to project. And for the last hour or so, the name of the game was simply enjoying each other's company in the silence of the oncoming gloaming. Silence isn't the right word. The fire was many things. Bright. Magical. Sacred. Not silent, though. It crackled and sputtered. Crinkled and snapped. Presently, it whispers. The temperature dips. Midsummer in the mountains means warm and beautiful days, but chilly evenings. Tonight was no exception. Thermals had been packed, though. No greenhorns here. Okay. Last log, Ashley says, and casually drops the timber on the final glowing embers. Holly was supposed to get here before nightfall, Elizabeth says. Jill responds. She texted me about an hour ago. Said she was either going to be here soon or sleep in her car at the base and hike on up tomorrow morning. I didn't even think she had a cell phone. She doesn't, Jill laughed. It's her mom's. When were you going to tell us this? Elizabeth asks. Well, Jill says, obviously I was waiting to make a dramatic announcement. They laugh. They wait a respectable amount of time for Holly to arrive. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to turn in, Jill announces. Elizabeth yawns. Yes, I'm getting tired too. Colleen, who had remained quiet for the past hour, says, I'm still feeling a little awake, but I'd like to go to bed. Well, if you'd like, Ashley says, I have a story to tell. Jill butts in. Ooh, I have one too. It's called What Murphy Remembered. It's a bit of an old story, but I think you'll really like the ending. I've heard that one, Colleen says. You have? Of course. It's about this dog, Murphy, and, I don't know, I guess he's trying to think of this particular thing, but he can't. So he falls asleep. I don't really remember. I might have not actually finished it.